All right. Go ahead. What do you sound like? Hello. Test. You good? Yeah, I'm recording on all three tracks, so I should be getting everything. This is Bacon Bits. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's... It's another episode, and I was looking uh, at uh, some of the stats because uh, I had to... The current hosting platform that I use, it doesn't allow me to easily separate stats from one episode to another and so on and so forth. So I had to do some back-end finagling, and I sent you a uh, URL where you could see the stats. And I just happened to notice that we have done, we have completed 67 episodes. This is number 68. Woohoo! And uh, yeah, uh, I was, I was like, damn, we've been doing this for a little bit. Yeah, I think I maybe sent you through text an idea for our uh, 75th episode. Yeah, and our three-year anniversary, and make them kind of line up. Yeah, no, that works. So be something to look into. Yeah, you're going to have to remind me because between this and work and oh, pandemic yeah. and everything else that I have going on, uh, everything is clear as mud. Yes. It all blends together. Okay. Well, we're going to bring on a special guest today. All right. And see how this goes. This is going to be a new one for us. Well, no, we've had a guest before, but this is yeah. a little bit different. It's a little different. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should I play that beautiful intro music? Roll the bean footage. Here it is. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seagar, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. Well, welcome. I'm Bacon, and with me, as always, Uh-oh. is the butch to my Cassidy, <laughs> Mr. Sergeant Seagar. It's a 22. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> it's a 45. Pow, pow. <laughs> and uh, today, we have a special guest. Yep, just Bacon Bits. Awesome. We'll see what happens with this. <laughs> No, it's really cool. So uh, you mentioned to me a few episodes back that uh, you uh, you just happen to know a few people that had some few uh, a few creative ideas uh, to add to the show, and I'm like, I, I don't know. You brought it to me like you had to ask my permission, and I'm like, dude, it's it's not a permission thing. It's more of a, are you cool to see if this works? Like, I mean, I don't know if you've listened lately, but. We'll try just about anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hold on a second now. First, what what are we uh, what what are we doing? What's what's uh, bacon bits? That's what yeah. that's your name, bacon bits. Okay. So what what are we doing, bacon bits? We're gonna be doing some history on wheels. Okay, so is this going to be in lieu of military history? Is this going to, are you giving? In addition to. Oh, in addition to. It's a kind of, but different than military history. Okay, all right. So we're going to do both. I Yeah. 
this is going to be the easiest episode that I've ever had to partake in because I'm going to just sit back and uh, and listen. This is going to be great. All right. Are you ready? Uh, I think I'm ready. Oh, wait. <clears throat> I get what you're saying. You want me to push a button. It's time for military history. <laughs> I'm just going to make you wait. I was making you wait for it. I know. I know. The wait is the hardest part. <laughs> Tom Petty, rest his soul. Mm. So I'll run burn through this and we'll do the uh, the new bit after that. So for the week of January 29th through February 4th, this is military history. January 29th, 1919, the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, the Prohibition Amendment, was ratified for nearly 14 years until December 5th, 1933. The manufacture, transportation, and sale of alcoholic beverages were illegal in the United States. The amendment had an unexpected result of causing enormous growth of organized crime, which provided the bootleg liquor to thirsty Americans. Yeah, isn't that crazy how even if you're going to make something illegal, people are still going to find a way to get it? Oh, 100%. You might as well, at that point, you might as well, I mean, just make it legal and tax the crap out of it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that are headed that way nowadays. Yep, that's true. So, we have a birthday. Happy birthday to President William McKinley, born January 29th, 1843. The 25th U.S. president was born in Niles, Ohio, and was elected in 1896 and then re-elected in 1900. Early in his second term, on September 6th of 1901, he was shot and mortally wounded by an anarchist at the Pan American Exposition in Buffalo, New York, and he died eight days later. Moving to January 30th, January 30, 1835, President Andrew Jackson survived his first assassination attempt on a U.S. president. Oh, it was the first assassination attempt on a U.S. president. Oh, it was the absolute first. It's got to be the absolute. first documented. No. Like, well, they would have all been documented. We knew that Alexander Hamilton shot Aaron Burr on the White House lawn. We know that. Mm, so true. that was before this. Anyways, President Jackson was leaving the House of Representatives chamber, and an insane would-be assassin fired two pistol shots at him. However, both pistols misfired. And the president was unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been using some of that federal ammo. Uh, probably that Confederate ammo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, or that, yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, honestly, President Jackson was kind of a, he was kind of a son of a bitch, right? Like, he mm -hmm. just was a dick. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't condone those actions, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, history does what history do. Yeah, it do what it do. January 30th, 1968, the beginning of the Tet Offensive in Vietnam began as North Vietnamese troops attacked 36 provincial capitals and five major cities in South Vietnam 
including an attack on the U.S. Embassy in Saigon and the Presidential Palace. Although U.S. forces eventually fended off the massive surprise attack and achieved a military victory, Tet became a propaganda victory for the Vietnamese due to part of the graphic news reports on television, which helped the U.S. public opinion against the continuation of the war. Yep, that was my SLC written paper, and I think you just read it. Yeah, you got a higher grade on yours, too. Uh, than I did. I, did, I, did. I? Yeah, I'm sure you did. I did all kinds of research on the Battle of Bellwood. I threw in how the Devil Dogs got their name and this whole thing, and he gave me like a 73. Oh, I don't even remember what my score was. I literally didn't care as long as it was, as it was a go. If I got a go at yeah. that station, did not care. Patient Zero? <laughs> yeah. She, do you remember this? She was having like a meltdown. She wanted to contest her grade. Yeah, yeah. I I vaguely remember it. She felt like she deserved a better grade. Yeah. And I'm like, look, you passed. Yep. But that's how it went. Yep. She's probably first sergeant by now. Probably. Unfortunately. Oh, well. Just keep those eyes forward. March. <laughs> <laughs> January 30th of 1882. We have another birthday. Happy birthday. To President Franklin D. Roosevelt, the 32nd U.S. president, was born in Hyde Park, New York. Despite crippling polio, he led the America out of the Great Depression and through the World War II and is widely considered to be one of America's three greatest presidents, along with Washington and Lincoln. When peace has been broken anywhere, the peace of all the countries are in danger, he stated in 1939. And I think, uh, Mr. Bacon Bits, you remember walking the the FDR Memorial in uh, Washington, D.C.? Yep. Yeah. How long did that go? Quite a while. Yeah. Remember the bathroom break in the middle? Yeah. It was so long <laughs> that they had like a scheduled bathroom break. There's like a little gift shop in the middle of it mm-hmm. with, uh, with the bathrooms right there in that same spot. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. January 31st, 1945. Eddie Slovic, a 24-year-old U.S. Army private, was executed by a firing squad after being sentenced to death for desertion, the first such occurrence in the U.S. Army since the Civil War. Yeah, you don't you don't hear about uh, that kind of thing happening anymore. You know, we should have done it to Bergdahl just to make a an example. Moving along to February first of two thousand and three, sixteen minutes before it was scheduled to land, the space shuttle Columbia broke apart in flight over West Texas, killing all seven crew members. The accident may have resulted from damage caused during liftoff when a piece of insulating foam from the external fuel tank broke off, piercing a hole in the shuttle's left wing that allowed hot gases to penetrate the wing upon re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere. This was the second space shuttle lost in flight. In January of 1986, the Challenger exploded 
during liftoff. Is that the last time that NASA, was that the end of NASA right there about 2003, 2004? Uh, no, that didn't happen until like 2008. Was it that short of a break? I feel like NASA was like inactive for like 10 years. It kind of was. It was kind of doing in George W. Bush left. And then when that's what Obama's the one that canceled NASA. Okay. Okay. And then, and then the private citizens started launching their own rockets. And uh, now, now SpaceX or uh, you got SpaceX and then you got NASA and now the Space Force. And Blue Origin. What is that? That's uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah, but he's not going into, like, deep space, right? He's just doing uh, flights where you go into space and come back down. Like, he's doing just a quick orbit. Yeah, but it's still space. The only space I'm going to ever explore is the space between my ears. (laughs) With your finger? Yep. I can't get to the other side. All right. February 2nd of 1848. The war between the U.S. and Mexico ended with the signing of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo in exchange for $15 million. The U.S. acquired the areas encompassing parts or all of present-day California, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, and Texas. The treaty was ratified on March 10th of 1848. That's a lot of land for 15 mil. In 1848, that's got to be like, I don't know what that is in America or nowadays dollars. Uh, that would be equivalent to $563.5 billion. Jeebus. Right. No, no, sorry. 100,000 million. So it would be, it'd be a little over half a million dollars. I apologize. Yeah, I, apparently uh, the wife and I were talking about this early. Uh, earlier, uh, we might need to get our vision rechecked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I, that might not be good for you. <laughs> she might see how ugly you are. Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. February 3rd, 1865. A four-hour peace conference occurred between President Abraham Lincoln and Confederate Vice President Alexander Steffens at the Hampton Roads in Virginia. The meeting was unsuccessful as President Lincoln insisted there could be no more armistice until the Confederates acknowledged federal authority. The Confederates wanted an armistice first. Thus, the Civil War continued. I, I'm, I'm, I gotta look this word up. Armistice? It's like a temporary break in fighting. Oh, okay. I feel like it'd just be easier to be like, hey, y'all, let's take a quick break. Because you had to sound sophisticated, right? It was probably some dude from Kentucky. He's like, here we go. Shall we have an armistice? However, Kentuckians. I don't think Kentucky. (laughs) I don't don't know. No, that's not what I'm picturing. Anyway, moving along. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) February 3rd, 1870. The 15th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified, guaranteeing the right of citizens to vote regardless of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Basically, everybody can vote. Except women. That didn't come along until later. Yep, that's later. On February 3rd, 
1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified, granting Congress the authority to collect income taxes. Yeah, we need to demolish that one. February 3rd, 1943, an extraordinary act of heroism occurred in the icy waters off of Greenland after the U.S. Army transport ship Dorchester was hit by a German torpedo and began to sink rapidly. When it became apparent that there were not enough life jackets, four U.S. Army chaplains on board removed theirs, handed them to frightened young soldiers, and chose to go down with the ship while praying. And finally, on February 4th, of 1861, Apache Chief Cochise was arrested in Arizona by the U.S. Army for raiding a ranch. Cochise then escaped and declared war, beginning the period known as the Apache Wars, which lasted for 25 years. Oh, dang. Yeah. He went full fucking send. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about on an earlier episode when we were, I think, uh, when we were talking about OEF uh, and all that stuff, you know, that was the 20-year war or whatever. And in, in my mind, I was like, oh, that's got to be like damn near the longest war or one of the longer wars. Well, here you are with facts. Just proving me wrong. Damn it. And? That was military history. <laughs> Another successful military history. Yeah. All right. Are you uh are you ready, Bacon Bits? It's time for history on wheels. <laughs> I was gonna say we can come up with something in post. <laughs> I don't think we can do better than that. <laughs> I like to riff. All right, the uh, floor is yours, Bacon Bits. Go for it. Well, hello. I am the Bacon Bits, the son of Sergeant Bacon, and welcome to this new segment, kind of, but very different than military history, called History on Wheels. And today we'll be talking about the Holden Ambulance Jeep. Oh. So the Jeep itself was one of the first motorized vehicles. It was used for many things, and one we're going to be talking about today is the Jeep. Or the ambulance. And it was used for transporting wounded or very injured to dead people. It was a pretty versatile vehicle between able to go to the dunes or go through snow. I mean, it is a Jeep. Yeah, it is a Jeep. General purpose. <laughs> no, no. Jeep starts with a J. General with a J. <laughs> purpose. Look, in 2023, you could spell general with a J. <laughs> Touche. Uh, I think I think Platoon Daddy Bacon just fell out of his chair. <laughs> oh, man. Man, overboard. Oh, man. You couldn't even handle that much BS. The back then they spelled Jeep with a G. No, back now. Back now. <laughs> back now. All right. All right, but uh yeah, another reason why they used the Jeep instead of like a tank was it was faster than a tank. It had more room for people and 
you know, you could pretty much modify it by just taking the doors on and off. Yeah, could you imagine trying to load and unload wounded out of a tank, in and out of a tank? That would not be yeah. very easy. Yeah. I mean, the Jeep makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It was mostly used in World War Two and um, pretty much any war. But it was built by the General Motors, General Motors Holden Factory in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, it wasn't just a Jeep as a ambulance. There was, well, not at least a 4x4. There was a 6x6. Sweet. And then they moved to a Willie's Overand Cy- Cybert ambulance, which looks just like a Jeep that they added a box and a cab on. Looks like a, a more recent Jeep, like the kind of Jeeps that you would see on the road today, or... No, it looks like your old movie ambulance. Oh, okay. Like, uh, have you ever seen the uh, TV show MASH? Yes. I have. Okay, so you're talking like a Jeep ambulance like they would have used? Yeah. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then you're like, well, that wasn't good enough. So then they did a <laughs> 4 by 4 or 4 by 4 uh, Case or Willie's. M six nine or six seven nine is a Jeep, mostly named forward controlled Jeep with a diesel engine, seven thousand pound GVW, and it looks just like a ginormous van. Hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Doesn't really look like an American vehicle, but was was it made by a Volkswagen? It was made by. It doesn't say it here. It looks. It's says by Jeep, but yeah. But if it was if it was manufactured in the a Volkswagen manufacturer, then it's probably got a little bit of that VW bus vibe to it. Yeah. You would think. Yeah, definitely. Like a hippie bus? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Peace and then chicken. Then it started bus. getting newer from there. Okay. That's all I got for... As they come out with vehicles, they kind of give them new numbers because you said one, like the M9 something. M97... Or M679. Okay, so the M9679, that replaced uh, a few other variations. Uh, and then today, I think, they're still using, are they still using the uh, the Humvee as the ambulance? Yep, yep, the 997. But they're up to uh, A3 on that. Yeah, but so uh, the, the Jeep slash Humvee... Uh, that's always been a 900 series sub type of model. Is that correct? Or, mm. so the original Humvee was an M998, and then as they progressed, you had like the 1097s. Oh, yeah, well, the 1097s were up armored though, right? No, no, that was a heavy variant. Oh. So they redid some springs and whatnot, so you could put the shelters, the contact trucks and stuff like that mm-hmm. were typically a 1097. Then you got up into like the 1125s, the 1114s, and then those were the 280s. And then you got went into the 387s, which are the expanded capacities, which are the ones that we typically, like the 1165s, 1152s, 1151s. Here's what I know, is that they give me this piece of paper with a whole crap ton of numbers on it, and then they're like, hey, are you licensed to drive that? I don't know. What's the number of that thing? How do I know? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm licensed to drive at least something that looks and functions exactly like that, but I don't know if I'm licensed for specifically that. Yeah, give me a call. I can make it happen. Uh, I don't drive anymore, so I don't, it doesn't really matter. That was cool. When are we going to have you back on Bacon Bits, and do you have any idea what your next military vehicle is going to be? Could be... Maybe the Jeep with a turd on the back, or maybe the first tank. Ooh. We'll see what comes up. I like it. I, I like, here's, you know what? Plus one for suspense. You definitely have brought the suspense. Or maybe a barn find of a 1936 Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. And that was History <laughs> on Wheels. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, I can't wait for the next uh, edition of uh, Military. What is it? Military Vehicles on Wheels? History on history Wheels? History on Wheels. Military History on Wheels. Okay. I should have wrote this down. Um, but yeah. That was good. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. See, we're having a lot of fun. Oh, that's what it's all about, having a whole lot of fun. Speaking of fun, today yeah. you sent me a text message with w what looked like it was in an email, and we don't need to get into details of what the, of what it was or anything like that. But what was funny is my first sergeant is, is just, he kind of just had his panties in a wad today. He's just super stressed out, and, uh, you know, he's... He's basically trying to herd a, a crap ton of, of kids that just think that the world is supposed to work when, in fact, uh, in the administration world, it's a dumpster fire. And you sent me that text message, and I only, he, you know, he was kind of talking to somebody, and I was kind of in the uh, indirect fire path of that conversation. And I looked at my text, and I just saw that, and I'm like, oh, they're having problems up north and just tossed my phone down. And he's like, what, what's going on? And I had to explain, uh, I know that I, you know, a guy I went to SLC with he's up north and sometimes he'll uh, shoot me a, a message or whatever with some of the issues that we're having up there. And uh, I, I believe his words were, well, they're a small state. I don't think they're having the problems we're having. When it comes to any of those boards that are being verbally and given a written memo, that if it's not if it's not updated, it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. that, that's big problems. I don't care who you are. Well, uh, yeah, and and of course I, mean, I didn't. We're go half into, your size. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't go into. Well, so that's the problem. We're having issues getting information that we need to do our everyday job because we're big enough that the system's like, you're you're over my magic number, which is I don't know, twenty thousand, whatever. I mean. I'm sure it's an even larger number than that, but we can't get the reports because then the results are so high that the uh, system craps out like a uh, 1979 Volkswagen. Hmm. It just, you know, whatever. Uh, so, of course, that kind of just, it actually kind of made, gave him uh, a little bit of, uh, of a laugh, which was good. Oh, so. Well, that's good. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, and then we did have one listener reach out to us and it's really not hard to do i mean 
we know probably a majority of our listeners and you could always text one of us and say, yeah, I'd like to hear about this or no, I'd like to pass. We'll move on. Of course, we do have an email. I think it's uh, podcastefm at gmail.com, if I'm not mistaken. It's in the outro. And uh, yeah, and then we also have uh, Instagram, which is probably in the uh, outro, but I don't think people are sticking around for that. So uh, that's at uh, Podcast EFM on Instagram, and you can message us or whatever. We're not super active on there, but we do pay attention. Well, I know when I called you the other day, yeah, we kind of talked a little bit about you know building those the relationships and the friendships <clears throat> that you have at these schools, and obviously, right, like you and I are probably the extreme example of this where yes sir you know after i hung up with you i got home and i was scrolling through my phone and i just hit the letter s because typically when i meet somebody in the military i put their rank in right so if i meet a guy named jones yep and he's a staff sergeant i'm gonna write ssg jones in my phone and i'll forever that's who that person will be because I don't update. Right. Which is exactly what I was going to say is I used to do that too. Yeah. I used to put SGT this SSG that and so on and so forth. I don't do that anymore because all of a sudden I'm like, Oh crap. I have, I have in my phone, it's Lieutenant G and now it's major G, you know? So um, what I tend to do is either give you a first name or a last name uh, that makes me remember who you are. For instance, I have a buddy who he's the one guy that for some reason, somehow, some way he can just, he can find the rares, uh, when it comes to bourbon. So oh. he's in, he's in my phone as Ryan, a whiskey, because <laughs> nice. I know that when, when I see Ryan and then the last name, I know who he is. So that's what I do. You're in my phone yeah. is uh I think you're in my phone is uh P Daddy or P Diddy Bacon or something like that. <laughs> Puffy. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when you start going through these and you see uh I'm looking now, like actually I have a sergeant first class Jones. Oh yeah. And I don't even know who that is. If you're in the military and you don't have a sergeant first class Jones in your phone, what's wrong with you? But I have like Sergeant Landsberg from SLC, the class. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I have him in there, but I'll never talk to that guy again. Right. Odds are. So there's a point, you know, where when is it time to cut that relationship, you know, kind of thing? Like, when do I pull somebody out of my phone? So I think, like, for you and I were talking, like, probably everyone, most of the people we went to SLC with, other than you, me, the core three four. or four other people. Yeah, the core people, the fun people. Yeah. Probably get deleted. Yeah. I I'll keep uh Vegas in my phone because I go out there every year and I, I try to hit him yeah, up yeah. and see if he's available. Yeah. Um donut, you know, uh you, you never know. Um yeah. you know, and I think what, what got me on that was, you know, uh, I worked with somebody six years ago. And they moved on to uh, bigger and better things. And while we worked together in the same office, we were like best friends. Like we did everything. Like we worked so well. We even hung out afterwards. And then as soon as he went on to do bigger and better things, it's like, oh, okay. I guess 
and we never talked. And now our paths are crossing again. And this has actually happened with a few people. I'm like, why have we not communicated over the past several years? Sure. Like why, what, why can't, and I've had this problem with just personal friends as well Is it's like, yeah, yeah, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. No big deal. Right. You know, uh, you know, and it takes an active effort. Oh yeah. I mean, you've seen my schedule and bacon bits over there. He can attest to how busy we actually are. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We have two swim meets this weekend going forward. We have swim meets and curling that overlap. We have church events that overlap with both of those, you know? And so I make an effort because, you know, we connected as friends and over a few rippets. Right. Walked by purple rain with, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, probably, probably got sent home. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super stoked that you do make the effort and uh you know there are people that are better at that they they subconsciously think about making those efforts uh and there's other people who just put their their blinders on and just run forward right and that's and that's for me that's actually a weakness because i just move forward and I'm trying, especially with this new job, which, uh, which I, I, I need to do this. Uh, but I've been trying to be like, okay, hey, who in my contacts, who can I think of that I haven't talked to for a while that I can shoot a text message out and be like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Anthony Sticks, um, you know, I'm so grateful uh, that he still reaches out to me almost weekly. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And even if it's just to come over, hang out. And, um, I think, uh, we, he came over, we watched, uh, the new top gun movie one time and he came over another time and we watched, uh, the, uh, cigar auction. Oh yeah. You know, that was just recently. Yeah. That was more recently. I think he texted yeah. me last night. He's like, Hey, what are you doing? And I said, I got to edit uh, pandemic. He's like, Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I'm like, so it's nice uh, to to have those people that reach out to you, but at the same time, you you gotta you gotta keep in mind all these people that you meet in your career and your your civilian job, whatever it is, you know, and uh, yeah. you know, just because you don't work together on a, a regular basis or anything like that, doesn't mean you can't still communicate. Doesn't mean you still can't be friends. Both my SLC. And my ALC worth four weeks. Right. So you're with these people for a month. Yep. And you really become friendship. You know, you build these. And especially like you and me and the core people, we were kind of outcasts. Yeah. You know, we didn't fit in with the big, with one group or the other. Our mentality was different. I think that our little click that we had. Yeah. Our mentality was... We're here to get a 1059. Yeah. That was our mentality. We're not here to achieve course standards. We're not here to impress the instructor. We're here to meet the. No, no. We're only there to achieve course standards. Okay. Yeah. Not exceed. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) I want to be. And I'm like, I was literally the guy who I just took my position that I was at 
And I was only there. I wasn't even in that position for 30 days. So I had just gotten my E6 back. And I've always told everybody, my bag's packed. When when a spot comes open, I'll take it. Yeah. And they went all, because I just got my E6 back. Uh, I was at the very bottom of the E6 promotion list. They made it all, basically whoever was, somebody was scheduled to go. They decided to take their commission, I believe walks, warrant. And so that school spot flew all the way down through everybody to the very bottom list. They called me up and I said, so let me get this right. If I don't go, the state loses this seat. And they're like, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Like, all right, I'll go. Well, and that's how I got my seat. Is somebody from another state backed out. So then you had a good training NCO. I had a great training NCO. I know he doesn't listen, but he was amazing. He knew I was on the PPOM list. Mm -hmm. And him and uh, I guess he'd be the G3. Yep. We're emailing back and forth. And he's like, we got to get this guy to school. He's too good to lose to the PPOM. Right. Just keep your ear to ground. And this guy from... I don't know, Wyoming or Montana or somebody dropped out at the last minute. And it was enough where I could make it work with my schedule to go. Right. You know, not like three days like you, but yeah, I think, I think I, we talked about I this. think, yeah, I had like a week or less, like five days or less to get everything. But I also drove. True. So uh, they, they told me I was going to fly. And I said, well, then you can lose the seat because – I'm, it's only half a country. I'm not flying for half a country. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get Bon Jovi on an airplane, I'm not getting on one. That guy's smart, right? SMRT. Yep. So, yeah, I drove out there. It's just amazing how things work. Well, I mean, you figure, you know, Big Bopper and Richie Valens and all them guys died on an airplane leaving your state, headed to my state. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I... I mean, I get it. Planes are a safe mode of transportation, but I'm going to try to stay off of them as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I remember there were two guys when I went to ALC. I went to ALC in Fort Knox, and there were two guys uh, that I hung out with a little bit, you know, and uh, just funny as shit. You know, they could they could take a they could take they could poke fun at you, and they could take it right back. Great guys. I kept uh, tabs or, you know, in touch with one of them probably for about two months, you know, but he wasn't because I went to ALC as a 42 alpha. His state did some sort of trickery where they put him into a 42 alpha position, reclassed him, sent him to ALC, and then he went back as an 88 Mike. So I guess whatever you got to do to get through school, but, you know, it, it was just hard to to keep track of him and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, look at, uh, big, uh, uh, damn it. Donut in Vegas, those guys, you know, they got busy, you know, they, they, whatever they got going on. I know it's new jobs and life and everything like that. You know, it just sucks that yeah. we didn't keep contact with them. Like if they don't have the, yeah, well, I know donut went right down to the Southwest border. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He went, you know. he went on a little, uh, mobe. So, so yeah, he, like literally he had no time. Mm -hmm. Well, he probably had all the time, but he probably didn't have any time, you know? Right. So yeah. It's and just... Vegas took that other job with recruiting 
and you know how busy those guys are. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially so, now. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. They're busy, and he's got kids and, you know, whatnot. So. Yeah, I think the couple times that he was on, I think he had to actually go on a walk. Yeah. And, and call yeah, in. Yeah. Cause or it, he's in the garage. Yeah. And his yeah. wife hit the garage door opener and all you heard was rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's good. I might actually reach out to Vegas and, and see if I can uh, at least go uh, have a toddy with him or something like that uh, this next year. But uh, I know we were going to meet last year when I was there. And I'm sure I have friends that are in uh, recruiting. That mm-hmm. is not an easy gig. It's no. not easy for you as the recruiter, and it sure as hell is not easy for your family. Right. So 100%. anybody who, uh, anybody who is in the 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 world of recruiting, uh, and you work hard to be successful, my hat is off to you because I sure couldn't do it. Right. Yeah. No way I could either. Yeah. It's just yeah. So. Well, what do you say, my friend? Uh, we're probably at about that time that you're going to have plenty to edit. Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. <laughs> Enjoy, mother trucker. Oh yeah. Uh, so, all right, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and play the outro music, and um, we'll talk to you here in a bit. Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. I prematurely hit that, but... All right, I will see you next time. Bacon bits out. All right, I'm going to hit stop. And... Stop my friends.